Now in the COVID-19, we are not discussing a change the right of administering the Holy Communion. But we are discussing a pastoral need for some people who have a concern about getting infected because the way which we administer the Holy Communion. That's his issue. It is not everybody. There are many people who believe that is they go and take a communion and but they are concerned so the way which we dealt it we study the concern we find that is COVID-19 is a virus which the infection is through the spiratory system breathing droplets in the air more it is not related to the food it's not a cholera Welcome to Coffee with Bishop Suriel, a podcast for all things Coptic. This is a conversation about authentic Christian faith, Coptic history, patristic writings, the family, arts and music, religious education, youth matters, evangelism, and much more. Bishop Suriel likes his coffee like he likes his conversation, light, sweet, and scorching. We'll be joined by an array of guests who'll share their experiences, their backgrounds, and their insights to bring about an exciting discussion, and we hope you agree. Enjoy the podcast, and please welcome our host, Bishop Suriel. As we're celebrating an amazing milestone in the history of the Coptic Church in the United States, the Silver Jubilee of Metropolitan Serapion's ministry in Los Angeles. This is part four of our four-part series. Here's His Grace and our very esteemed guest, Your Grace. So if we move on, His, His Holiness Pope Tawadros II visited the diocese in 2015 and consecrated St. Athanasius Church in the valley. And let us look at a short video clip and some photos of this historic occasion.
So your your eminence, I I recall um, that last year that His Holiness Pope Tawadros II spoke strongly in support of your eminence's wise pastoral decision, despite resistances coming from some people in Egypt. So why do you think this was? Because yani, what is important of what His Holiness Pope Tawadros mentioned, that is, in, he put it in the, in the right context. There are needs there because their situation is different and they have to write to respond to, to their needs. And we have in Egypt to understand this. Mm. He didn't put it only in the 25th because people took it uh, uh, and no, the, the, his holiness support because he wants 25th, which is not true. Because if this is the reason, of course he will not accept it because the first, people forget there are three items. The first item, I said that is we are committed to 729s. And it will always be. Yes, it was very clear. Is, is His Holiness vision, and no, this is a step to change the 25th, then we'll not accept it because we are very clearly saying that. Yes. And, and also we said that is the midnight. I know His Holiness, he knows that in some other places, they cannot committed mm. to the midnight. Yeah. So the item one and item two could be not approved by His Holiness. But His Holiness looked to it in a different way. He looked to it, and that's why I appreciate it very much. And, no, and it is not the issue of the 25th. The issue of these people, they have different needs. Mm. And they have to respond to this need. Because we have other issues, and we will continue to have issues. And we just build a methodology to respond to this need. That is that is the significance of the what His Holiness uh, yani said. But unfortunately, people don't focus. People they have some motivations. They have behind agenda, and 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 because of that, all these uh, troubles uh, happen because they put it in a different context. And <laughs> and you find that these bishops in Egypt express concern. Why is the bishop here? They're not do, they're not sure concern. <laughs> yeah, yes. Why you are caring there? Yeah, yeah. If this is a problem here, then you expect the bishop in America to speak. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Your Eminence, there is a distinction between faith and rights. Can Your Eminence discuss how and why we should make changes to these rights? For example, the right of administrating administering Holy Communion during this current COVID-19 pandemic, and how was it dealt with here in the diocese? Uh, and I differentiate between, uh, and I change the right, and I exception for certain situation. Mm. And the right is is is, is the system or orders to express our faith, because the right reason liturgy is a little to express our faith. Faith never change, but the expression of faith, mm. of faith could change. And also the right which express the faith could change and happen to change. But, yes. but this is to have a reason for a change. And this is have to be done through the Holy Synod when I change the right. But when I have a special circumstances, 
then I deal with a pastoral issue, not with a ritual issue. Mm. And there's difference between I deal uh, with a ritual issue, dogmatic issue, and pastoral issue. Now in the COVID-19, we are not discussing a change the right of administering the Holy Communion. But we are discussing a pastoral need for some people who have a concern about getting infected because the way which we administer the Holy Communion. That's his issue. It is not everybody. There are many people who believe that is they go and take a communion And, but they are concerned. So the way which we dealt it, we study the concern. We find that is COVID-19 is a virus which the infection is through respiratory system, breathing, droplets in the air. More, mm. it is not related to the food. It's not a cholera. It's different between a cholera and COVID-19. So beside believing this is the Holy Communion taking the blood and body of Christ. But we also discuss the major things, which if there is a possibility, when this short time to take communion, affection to happen, that's mean a someone who is infected, either this a someone is a priest, or the someone is, is a one congregant. So we said that is the priest, to put a mask and shield. So we, if the person, because this is the major things, and is infection happened from touching. So we said that is if you are concerned, then you have to take, try to be trained on the method of to take communion without touching, either the mystery or either yeah. the, the, the hand of the priest. And your eminence released a video With describing the, how this could happen. Yes. If people are still concerned, then we ask, consult your father of confession. And I give instruction to the priest. Uh, that is, while we are not telling people, only go and take the body alone. But if some people you feel in home is so concerned, there is no problem is to take the body because we put the blood on the body during the liturgy. Yes. فالشخص عنده إنه ممكن ال ال إن هنا بقى الباستوال كير is depend on the need of the people. فالذا people who يعني they have no concern they go. Take communion. People who are concerned and they able to, to take communion without touching, people who are still concerned and cannot, then they will discuss with the father of confession. And, and I said that is in, in case like this, they can take only, only the body. If people are still concerned, they can wait until the, the things, uh, this pandemic to pass. Yeah. So we, 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 we dealt it as a pastoral issue, not a ritual issue, not a faith issue. That's, um, I think, you know, should give comfort to a lot of people that they have all of these options. And obviously we hope people's faith is strong, that they see that, um, you know, to continue uh, 
the tradition and how we have been taking yeah, you, you, Holy yes, Communion. You, you notice in the f- some of the clergy meeting when people asked what can I do for uh, someone who entered and took only the body and left. Yeah. I said, <laughs> don't do anything. That's right. What you go- <laughs> Are you going to call the police for them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. No, no. Don't Not at all. Sibu. Maybe the other people will say, Yani, why he allowed? I said it's not a privilege. The privilege <laughs> is to take the yeah, blood. Of course. <laughs> so if you consider taking the blood as a punishment, then don't take it. That's right. He deprived himself yes, from something right. which is offered to him. That's but right. What can that's I do right. for him? That's right. And you just pray that you know God will strengthen their faith. Yeah. 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 Um Your Eminence, how then can we apply such pastoral care for other issues? For example, what St. Paul did in Corinth. Oh, yani, St. Paul, he used uh, yani, this, uh, this enlightened mind. Enlightened mind. You know, he, he dealt with the issue. Yani, the, the Council of Jerusalem was very clear not to eat what's offered in the idols. Very clear. Yani, it's a clear decision. But then the people of Corinth, they had the problem of three aspects. One of them, when I go to the market and want to buy meat, I don't know whether this meat is from the meat which was offered to the idols or not. Another issue, if I am invited to a a, a meal in a temple, do I go or not? Certainly, if an, an... a Gentile, non-Christian, invited me for a dinner, for example. And there is a meat offered here. I don't know whether this meat is, uh, is, is for the idols or not. So St. Paul firstly put the principles. And there is no idols. There is only one God. Uh, don't ask. <laughs> Go to the market. Don't ask. The same also when you are invited, also don't ask. But don't go to the temple because it's very clear here. Yeah. He said, why I say this? Because people are not the same. If you have this knowledge and there is no God, but, but what about your brother who does not have and be offended? But when you see you uh, yani sitting in a meal in a temple, this offends them. The same also said, if someone told you this meat is from the offer, don't eat. Yeah. Why? Not from you, but from his for conscious. A decision, it depends on the people. If you have a strong face, strong knowledge, but also don't offend Disaster. Yeah, yeah. So the same also, Masan, just after the Council of, of, of Jerusalem, when they settled the issue of circumcision. Mm. But then when he go to uh, Lestra and found Timothy, he circumcised him. But how you circumcised him? Because he understood the decision. The, the decision was not against the circumcision. But again, it's a circumcision as a requirement to be saved. Right. 
But if I do circumcision to avoid the resistance and win it, then I do not violate the decision. Exactly. And this is the wisdom to understand the spirit mm. of the canon. Yes. Not yes. the text of the canon. Yes, the yes, lit- the yes. literal things. Yeah, not to be hypocritical in our understanding of it. Yeah. Or yani, to be st- to be to be narrow minded. Yes, yes. And focus on it. Otherwise he will not do it. The same also when he went to Jerusalem and J- James told him to yani, you will have have people and purify do the purifi- purification right. And he did it before enter the temple. St. Paul, his idea, what is the principle, the major thing? Why it prevented to what is offered to the idol? Because what is around it? Yeah. Why it, the circumcision? That's why Yani, when I, I read the commentary of St. Chrysostom on the circumcision of Timothy, he, he, he appraised the wisdom of St. Paul. And how all, I just read it last night. <laughs> 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 Because I want to check my answer. <laughs> he said, he said St. Paul, after he settled the issue of circumcision and get the decision, not the circumcision, Then he do the circumcision to uphold the circumcision because by, by Timothy, because his, his mother is Jew, then people will, will question this. Yes. So he want to win the Jew. So if he offer to them, they will be stuck on the issue of the circumcision. And they miss it. But he, he accepted the circumcision to win the Jew mm. and then uphold the circumcision. And he said, why, why St. Paul refused to, to circumcise Titus? In Galatians, he said, I refuse it. And Noah to be circumcised. But why you accept for Timothy and then accept for Titus to be circumcised? Because Titus was from a family from the Gentiles. So it was not required for the circumcision. But Timothy was required because yeah, his mother yeah, was a yeah, Jew. Of course. But How he handled it, he criticized it, yeah. St. Peter, because when he when was eating with the Gentiles and people come from James and he went away from them and he called it hypocrisy. My point is, you know, we learn from St. Paul and St. Peter. Number one, they have enlightened mind to to understand the law, the, the canon, and the decision, and apply it according to the situation would exist. Mm-hmm. Number two, even between them could be a differences. Yani, yani St. Peter considered what he did was right. He didn't consider he is hypocrite. But St. Paul considered it. So in a pastoral care, may we have different solution. I mustn't find this solution which I did for the 25th is the right one. Maybe another bishop see another solution and we can discuss it. Yes. But, it, but not accuse each other, <laughs> exactly. not attacking each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said it and it is not the ideal solution, but this is a practical solution in my opinion. Yes. Yeah, your eminence um, 
It is really a critical moment for the ministry in the lands of immigration as there are different pastoral needs. Um, the church as a whole is moving towards uniformity, whereas the churches and dioceses abroad are living under different circumstances. So where is the balance here? Can your eminence please explain? Yani, we have to accept the unity does not mean uniformity. Unity means unity in faith, but not unity in performance, not uniformity in performance. We have to accept that it's because of the different need, then we can have different practice. Yani, like مثلا, the time of the liturgy. Can I uh, issue a decision that's all the liturgy have to start at 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> but why we have churches to have, but this is uniformity. Masanfil Great Lent. Why we have a church have uh, uh, nine, church have 12, have six or three? Lenafi different needs. But we have to accept that. And this is how the Orthodox Church lived. Unfortunately, the idea of complete uniformity, it came from Pope Leo. Pope Leo, when he sent his letter to Pope Dioscorus, he told him, because we have unity in faith, you have unity in performance. And that's why he wanted him to follow what the practice have in Rome. Yeah. Yes, what he said was not wrong, because we do it, he said, about to have ordination of the priest and deacon to be on Sundays, and to have more than one liturgy on the night of the feast because of the many people, which we do in, in, in big churches in, in Egypt. Like in the principle nafs, which is followed in the Catholic Church, when they insisted on the uniformity, but they ended by, they changed it. Now they accept the diversity. But Church, يعني, uh, the strength of our outdoor church is the flexibility. Yes. The economy. The economy. The, no, we learn from incarnation. And no, the Son of God, to take human nature, he did exception. And no accept pain, which things which against his person, his divine person. But because he emptied himself, he accepted things which is not related to his, mm. but because of the purpose of salvation. Yes. So we do exception not because we want to do exception, or we against the right. No, we respect the right. We are committed to the right, to committed the right. But we do exception because there is benefit from it. There is a goal for it, for the salvation of it. They must need to be baptized. Baptism should be by immersion on the water, complete immersion. But if he's sick and cannot be emerged, what can I do? Can I say no baptism? Well, I make exception. I do exception because I'm not against the immersion of water, but because there is a special need. Of course. So um, let's take a little short break and let us have a look at a few photos of the reception at St. Mark Church in Los Angeles after the elevation of His Eminence to Metropolitan. It was a wonderful day and a great celebration.
Does your eminence recall what you spoke about to the congregation that evening? Could you share some of your thoughts? Yes. Uh, I told them, yani, uh, yani, taban, I thank them. I told them, yani, yani, I will not uh, lose honor. ولكن I said that is in our service, there are two levels, vertical and horizontal. Mm. The horizontal, which is the parish churches, which is grow and thank God for this. But now we have to deepen our service. Mm. Then I talk about the two, the need of the two departments. And I spoke about that is there is a plan to have two bishops to be ordained. Because after my ordination as, uh, as a metropolitan, I met His Holiness, And I joked with him, I say now, and I don't know I asked him a question. I said, Your Holiness, you served in Al-Bihira as a priest for some years. And then, you be ordained as a general bishop and you serve it as a general bishop. Do you feel there is a difference? And you, you could do what you did as a bishop, even we are a hegumen monk. <laughs> If I said, yes, the big difference. Uh-huh. Yani I ask why I ask this question? Because I have the idea that I do department. I'm yani, struggling with this question. Is can we have these two departments and be headed by Hegumen? Or I need to be a bishop? <laughs> When he gave me this answer, yani, he said no, it is different. Where he told me about يعني, يعني, when they ordained uh, general bishop because all good to uh, general bishops, the Dufa. Yes. Met his Holiness, and his Holiness Al, and the idea of the general bishop failed in all the dice except with me. Fawakan <laughs> the only one right. who was not with the Pope. Right. right. He took, he said, I took this. I, يعني, I have to struggle to make it successful. وقال لي يعني بعض الايشوز اللي كانت تعمل سنسيتيفيتي مع الانبياء mm-hmm. يعني هو تريد مثلا تو افويد اني سنسيتيفيتي تو بي فهو يعني طبعا يعني هي انكارز ايديا وطبعا ذا تو نيمز يعني هي هي نيو ذيم فيري ويل يعني ام بابراهام وام بكولوس يعني ايفن بعد ما خلصنا وخلاص هي اجريت واتفقنا انه طب نرسمهم كده ولا لازم يبقوا مانك فهو قال يعني تو افويد اني يعني كونفيوجن يعني ليت اس كيب ذا تراديشن اوف بينج مانك ايفن اي نو ذير ار 
ليفينج مونستيك يس بعد ما خلصنا بعدين كان هو طلب مني ان انا يعني اي ميك سام بروبوزل بيكوز هي وونت تو هاف بيشوبك فور كيومينيكال ريليشنشيب فاي جيف سام بروبوزل اند افتر اي فينيش قال لي كان ابونا اسحاق يعني تو بي فيت تو بي ذا بيشوب فور ذيس بيشوبك قلت له يعني يس هي هاف سام اكسبيرينس اون ذات قال لي طب انت يعني ممكن يعني تو جيف هيم فور ذيس يعني تستغنى عنه دونت قلت له نو يعني اي نيد هيم بت اوف كورس اي لوك تو ذا تشيرش از جنرال يو ار يعني اور بوب اند اف يو يو نيد هيم اتس اب تو هيم يعني اي كانوت ستوب ذات فيعني اي بريفير انه يعني يعني يو يو سبيك دايركتلي وذ هيم وكان هو موجودين عشان كانوا حاضرين ال yes. فهي ميت وذ ذا بوب اند يعني توك وذ هيم اند اندد باي يعني هو يعني ابولوجايز يعني تو تو ستي يعني تو بي هير فذس از فاي اي توك اباوت طبعا هم قعدوا يقولوا مين انا ما قلتش نيمز اه هيقولوا ام شور ذي كود جيس في اثنين انكس اثنين فقلت وات از ذير جوب من اول كده قلت قلت هم يعني عشان دي سكسسفول از فيري كلير ذس 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 بس ستيل The responsibility of the church's uh, priest is under me directly. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 And they're both doing wonderful work, Sayyid. No? They're just and incredible. And we are blessed by your presence. <laughs> <laughs> It's my blessing, your eminence. The same But I just speak about, uh, of course, yes. at that time there was no idea about this. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I talk about it. I took this opportunity to speak about a step which is going to happen so people to know and to know what we are doing this. Yeah, and, yeah. have a chance also to hear any feedback. Yeah, yeah no, it's been And very successful. In the meeting, I speak more in details mm. than me. Wonderful. So if we were to speak about oral versus written culture, half of our rights are not written down. So how do we put in writing what we have received orally? <laughs> This is a big challenge. <laughs> Because I think Brown Field And he told me when I was ordained, and he was ordained uh, American, as you know, uh, originally. Yani. He was ordained a priest. He was ordained with St. George Church. He said, most what I learned, I learned by my eyes. Watching <laughs> Abuna Ibrahim Aziz, what he is doing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because many of things are not written. Well, I see Abuna Ibrahim Aziz. نفس الايشو ده مره كنا عملنا يعني سيمينار about mixed marriage and give a chance to some non coped wives or husband to speak and I remember one of the wives she stood and said your church are wonderful I love that church but one challenge which I have to many things are not written yes يعني I didn't know مثلا ان the woman in some time and they cannot take communion مثلا فانا عرفتها ازاي؟ قالت هاو اي ديد نو ذات؟ 
I notice that the ladies, they give the babies to some another lady to give communion. I asked why. يعني ليه هي ان الناس اللي جايه من مصر بالذات في الصعيد او الريف ما تقدرش حتى تروح تقرب ناحيه التنبؤ. رايت. فلو معاها بيبي تدي لواحده انذر ليدي جوينج تو جيف تو تيك كوميونيتي. يس. عشان لو لها البيبي. فهي هي سي واتش ذات يعني ليه yeah. بتدي ابنها yeah. وهي ما بتروحش. <تصفيق> فقالوا لها عشان كده. فقالت لي انا اول مره قالت انا اول مره اعرف ما حدش قال لي. Mm. قالت مرة مثلا انا اي كروس ذا ليج ان ذا تشيرش. يا. فواحدة يعني <تصفيق> فانا اي اسكت واي شي نيرفوس يعني وات وات رونج اي ديد. يا. فقالوا لها ازاي؟ يو دونت ريسبكت ذا تشيرش. نوبودي تولد مي ان ذيس از ذيس ريسبكت. اند اكشلي ان امريكان كولتشر اتس ا ساين اوف ريسبكت تو بي ذا تشيرش تو كروس يور ليج. يس شي دازنت ارجيو. يعني هي سيد اف اي نو اي وين دو ايت يعني لو حد قال لي خش الكنيسه دونت كروس ليجز دو جو تو مير ان ذيس اي دونت هاف سمثينج سو اي ثينك اي وي هاف تو دو ايفورت اون ذات تو موف فروم اورال تراديشن تو ذا ريتن تراديشن فيري <laughs> like in, this is the generation which you will It's pass. Uh, yeah. But we need this. Yeah. You know, even simple things like, um, you know, if someone not from the Egyptian community comes into the church, and even if they have a liturgy book with them, right, they don't know when to sit, when to stand, because these things are not even mentioned. Uh-huh. Again, they're oral traditions, but, you know, not mentioned in the... in the text of the of the liturgy books and it becomes a bit awkward for them mother of in the church they يعني have the church and then extension put chairs فكان الليتورجي انسايد براينج واحده يعني شي كام از نوت كاب جت ويتنج فسي ويتنج ان ذيس اريا فمعاها كافي درينك كافي نوت كافي وذ بيشوب فواحده شافتها فجت يل ان هي هاو يو درينك كافي وايل ذا ليتورجي از اون فقالت لها انا اي ام اوتسايد ذا تشيرش قالت نو ذيس از ا بارت اوف ذا تشيرش لان فاتحين اوبن ذا دور قالت لها بس ذير از نو ساين هاو اي نو ان في ساين بيقول ان ذيس از ابوت دونت مثلا درينك Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because these things are just natural and normal in all the other churches that they, they have these signs and these uh, cues for But people to follow. But we are moving follow. in it, and you see yes. it in, in many of the Coptic American churches. Yeah, and yeah. They follow this, they do. Every, you need every, yeah. everything yeah. in writing. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that I sometimes talk about, the importance of how we become a welcoming church. And studies speak about how long it takes for someone to uh, think about whether they will join a particular church or not from the first impressions that they get. And it's usually like within the first one or two minutes. And um, that's important that we have people that are standing at the doors of the church that have a brochure, a book, 
you know, take the names of the people that are coming in, give it to the priest to welcome them. People gather around them at the end of the liturgy, not everyone go into their groups and leave these people isolated. So we still have a, a little yes. bit of work to do. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, one, one of the challenges for our reaching out is our community are not welcoming. <laughs> That's true. That's another problem. send me a letter. Uh, yeah, or, or, yeah, copy of the letter which he sent to the priest of the church. He, he wrote that I am the Coptic of the church. I love the Coptic of the church. But then for some reason I couldn't go and for Zakar Mashar, how many months nobody cared to ask about me. So I felt I, I am like nothing. Mm. They don't care. Yeah. That's why I leave the church. So sad. Ah, yani, and I'm leaving the church not because the Coptic church, but because nobody cared. How can I be away? Nobody even. Mm-hmm. He, he does not ask the priest. That's why Formica committed to help the priest to follow up, just asking about the people. Most definitely. And people must have after the liturgy. Yani, yani, hello, Kilmitin. But nobody talk with them. So yeah. they feel. Isolate. That's why the culture thing. Yani, I think that this changed a little bit on the American Coptic churches when mm. all can mm. mingle mm. and can speak yani, yeah. with each other. Yeah. 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 But you can, one of the challenges of St. Verena Three Holy Use. People after the English, but after the liturgy, they speak Arabic. <laughs> 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 Defeats the purpose. Of course. Yeah. So my final question uh, to your eminence is, again, going back to uh, the two auxiliary bishops, His Grace Bishop Abraham and His Grace Bishop Krolos, and the vision that you put in 2016 for establishing those two departments of diaconia and education. Could you perhaps tell us briefly what is the role of uh, these two departments and the work of these two bishops? What are the main things that they work in? Yeah. Oh, uh, yani, I, I felt that there are two areas which yani, uh, they need to more focus uh, uh, by, by the diocese. Yani, plus the work of the church, but they need to ch- bring the church and enhance this. The first one is, uh, yani, because of the change of the democracy or demography of our community, then we start to face many other needs than, uh, if we say the spiritual needs, the liturgical Sunday schools, the youth meetings. Yani, it started from the newcomers, welcome the newcomers, uh, the addiction, the seniors, the foster homes. And all this becoming more and more as issues. Yes, as level of parish church, they deal with it. But we need to organize it. Uh, So, I take the model of the Bishop of Social Affairs and try to replicate here without using the word of Bishop. Of course. To call it department. I'm Abraham because he, he has been serving with me since 1986. So has good experience also in the bishopric and this area. We love we love this area. Mm. So that is the main thing. On the other side, I I felt is a is a theological education, Christian education. This is very important important thing. 
because we are very intellectual, highly intellectual society. There are many ideas coming. Uh, we need the upbringing, theological upbringing, like when I spoke about St. Cyril of Alexandria and St. Athanasius, how the upbringing brought for us such kind of personality. It's not it's, يعني, because of the school existing. I put it in the Department of Christian Education because I don't want the theological to be separated and to be aware about our theological education, our church, since the beginning, is related to the pastoral need. Bishop Carlos says very... We prepared him for over 20 years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I started the idea of the theological, when I came here, we tried. We have option So we want to be accredited. And they told us the accredited, we need library, we need place, yeah. and we need stuff. Scholars, stuff, right? yeah. So I started by that. And we sent to have. Now we are blessed by your presence. Your presence <laughs> Thank you. And we started a third department of church and society, which is, is a focus in how to reach out to the American society. That's why I see the, the podcast, this coffee with Bishop Suriel, is in this line. Because now we have to can reach out to our community and beyond our community in a way which people can have an access Uh, too. Your great experience is a great experience, and uh, also your understanding of the Western society and what's going on in the society. Uh, your, yani, your intelligence, and scholarly uh, yani background, uh, your PhD in the Christian education, and of course, and growing up in Australia, and all this experience. And he is the right person for <laughs> the department. And which I, I feel that is our church is to be real, the salt of the earth and mm-hmm. the light of the world. We have to go and reach out. We must. A, and at least to have a witness. And there are many issues which in the society. We have to have our voice that, to bring our voice. And I remember in the ecumenical meetings, we usually in the defense, and they put something and we just criticize or accept, but never to be proactive. And we want to this, and the art of church to be proactive, to, to also encourage people to be part of society, the, the political part of it, and the involvement, understanding the law. And all this, it will help us in, in this movement we to be integrated in this in the society most definitely and I'm indebted to your eminence for entrusting me with the, and, uh, this role and with this department and I hope that this is a initial first step uh, to begin this work and uh, I'm hoping that uh, through your prayers uh, your eminence uh, that it will be successful and that it can reach out to many people not uh, my, the goal is not just to reach out to the Coptic community but uh, hopefully a global community uh, that can benefit from this um, thank you your eminence for uh, uh, answering this many many questions over these two episodes and it's been certainly a fascinating and inspiring uh, discussion 
uh, and I'm sure that our viewers and listeners will uh, be enriched uh, to watch and to listen to these two episodes and uh, my hearty congratulations on this Silver Jubilee, uh, a great milestone uh, in your ministry and for the Diocese of Los Angeles, Southern California and Hawaii. We will now have a look at a few photos of the ordination and reception of His Grace Bishop Abraham and His Grace Bishop Corollos. Before we go to our final break, I just want to mention uh, a couple of uh, important books. As you know, in every episode, I like to speak about books and uh, put information in the notes of the podcast. This is an interesting book by Dr. Ilhami Khalil and the foreword by His Eminence Metropolitan Serapion, titled The Making of a Diocese, The Early Years of the Coptic Orthodox Diocese of Los Angeles, Southern California uh, and Hawaii. So it speaks uh, a little bit about the early history of the diocese and um, it probably you can find it on the LA Copts uh, website or maybe in some of the parishes in California. I'm not sure if it's available on Amazon, uh, but it's a very interesting read. And then there is a, another book here. It's in uh, both Arabic and English about the brief history and services of St. Mary's Church, St. Mary and St. Bishoy Parish in uh, Los Angeles, one of the early parishes to be established in the diocese. And this book is a more general history of the, Copts, uh, the Coptic community in the USA from 1955 to 1970 uh, by Sammy Bullis. But I'll put the details of these books in the notes uh, of the podcast. So we'll be back after this very short break. I'm sure you agree with me that this was a very stimulating discussion with one of the modern visionaries of the Coptic Church, a metropolitan who has a deep understanding and empathy towards his community. He's both practical in his approach in problem-solving, and yet is deeply rooted in theology, history, and the faith of the early fathers of the Church. So as you could see, that decisions are based on the scriptures, traditions, and the teachings of the fathers of the Church, as well as the liturgical tradition handed down to us. Thank you once again, Your Eminence, for blessing us and enriching all of our viewers and listeners with these inspiring lessons. Our congratulations on this most significant Silver Jubilee of your enthronement, and we look forward to celebrating with you the Golden Jubilee in another 25 years. May the Lord preserve your life and keep you for all of your children, both clergy and laity, who love you so much. Thank you, Sayedna, and I hope that you absolve and pray for me. Be sure to tune in next week when His Grace will be joined by Debbie Armanios, the director of Exodus Youth Works, an innovative way of serving youth in crisis. This will be part one of a three-part series. Don't miss out on learning more about this incredible and important work that needs to be emulated in so many parts of the world. 
To join the conversation, please visit our website, coffeewithbishopsuriel.org. And don't forget, after you listen, you can really help out by rating the show. Thank you for listening to Coffee with Bishop Suriel, a podcast for all things Coptic. To join the conversation, please visit our website, coffeewithbishopsuriel.org. And always remember, the best way to start any morning is with God and a cup of coffee.